Should I roll my 401k over into an IRA? This is a question that I've been getting quite a bit recently, and so I thought I should take some time and address it on a full episode. It is one of the most important decisions you're going to need to make about your retirement savings, so we'll discuss how rolling over your 401k could be helpful, but also discuss what benefits you may be giving up by doing so. Thanks for joining me on episode 32 of the Financial Pathway Podcast. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Financial Pathway Podcast with Nate Skelly, where we discuss important financial questions and give you practical advice to guide you on your financial journey. If you enjoy the podcast, consider subscribing and leaving us a review. You can also follow the Financial Pathway page on Facebook for more helpful financial tips and videos. Okay, so this is a question that most of you have probably already had to make at some point, and if you haven't already, you probably will at some point. You had a job, you had an employee retirement account at some point, but now you no longer work there, and now you have to decide, what am I going to do with that account? It probably is a 401k, but for purposes of this episode, just understand 401k, 403b, 457, simple IRA, SEP IRA, etc. These would all be sort of in that same category of employee retirement accounts. Each one is functions slightly differently, but for tax purposes, they're going to be treated mostly the same. So uh, maybe you're thinking, well, I don't have a 401k. I have one of these other type of accounts. Well, most of what we talk about still is going to apply. When you leave your employer, you no longer work for that company where you had that account. Basically, you are left with four options. And so let me just outline those for you very briefly before we get into the rollover question. So you have an old 401k or a different type of employee retirement account. What can you do with it now that you don't work there anymore? Well, number one, you can leave it where it is. And this is a very common uh, one that people opt for. They don't do anything with it. They just leave it as is. They can't continue to contribute to it, but whatever funds are in there will continue to be invested the way that they had their uh, investment funds uh, already set up. And so, uh, and so that's an option. Number two, they can cash it out. They can take that money out of the account and use it for uh, whatever they uh, potentially need it for. Now, here's the thing, and here's why this can be very problematic, taking the cash it out option. If you take it out too early, you could run into a 10% IRS penalty. If you take it out before 59 and a half is the regular uh, time frame. There are a couple exceptions that the IRS allows for medical expenses or for purchasing your first home, but generally speaking, if you take it out too early, there's going to be a 10% penalty. Also, you're typically going to go, you're going to owe taxes because usually any contributions to your retirement plan are usually going to be uh, pre-tax. So you haven't paid income taxes on it yet. And when you take that money out, you're going to have to pay uh, income taxes on that money like it would be regular uh, ordinary income. A lot of times if you cash it out, there's going to be a mandatory withholding, uh, usually 20%, maybe more if there's state withholding as well. So here's the point. You cash out your 401k. Let's say you had $100,000 in there. If you're not careful and you don't understand all of the uh, penalties and ramifications, let's say uh, you took it out when you were 45 years old, 10% IRS penalty, plus that $100,000 is going to look like extra income for that year in the eyes of the IRS. So that may bump you up into a higher tax bracket. Maybe it's 24% federal income tax bracket. And then let's say you live in a state where there's a 6% state income tax. So add those all together, 10, 24, 6, that's 40% 
of that hundred thousand dollars, that hundred thousand withdrawal uh, only is now giving you sixty thousand dollars in benefit. And so, of course, that's a more extreme example. But you need to be careful about cashing it out. Of course, uh, ideally, you don't want to take the money out unless you're actually going to be using it in retirement because that's the purpose of those funds. So you can leave it. Number two, you can cash it out. Number three, you can move it into your new plan. If you have a new 401k, a new retirement plan, oftentimes that plan will allow you to consolidate your old account and bring it into your new plan. So if you like that plan, uh, potentially that could be an option. But then number four is going to be the rollover option. You can roll your old 401k or employee retirement plan into an IRA. And uh, for today's purposes, we're really just going to focus in on that last option. We're not going to get into all the details on the uh, number two and number three, the cash it out, uh, move it into your new plan. And we're really just going to make it between one and four because that typically is going to be the options that most people are considering. Should I leave it where it is or should I roll it into an IRA? That's usually when people ask me what I think uh, they're considering those two options. Now, please understand this. This episode is not to give you specific advice on what you're supposed to do, but rather to lay out your available options and the pros and cons. I would always recommend talking to an advisor and or tax professional when you're making this important decision. So this is more to lay out, hey, just so you understand the landscape, these are your options and these are some things to consider. Now, when you do a rollover, when you when you opt to take your old employee retirement plan and roll it over into an IRA, it's always best to do a direct transfer if that's available to you. And the direct transfer, when you do it this way, the money is not sent to you personally. You don't get a check. Instead, the money is going to be directly taken from the 401k and those funds are placed into the IRA. And when you do it this way, there is no IRS penalty. There are no taxes owed because it's going from one qualified account into another qualified retirement account. And so that's a big concern a lot of people have is, oh, if I roll over my 401k, do I have to pay a penalty? Do I have to pay taxes? Is there going to be uh, some some chunk of money taken out. And when you do it the correct way, there is not. Now, there's another way called a 60-day rollover where you receive the funds and then you are responsible to place them into an IRA, into a qualified account before 60, that 60-day period has expired. Otherwise, it's treated uh, in the eyes of the IRS as if you just took a withdrawal. So uh, that can be a possibility, but if at all possible, the direct transfer is easier, simpler, and safer. Now, keep in mind, If you have made Roth contributions, so some 401k, some employee retirement plans allow you to make pre-tax or after-tax contributions. You want to be careful. If you've made Roth contributions, you made after-tax contributions, those funds should be rolled into a Roth IRA. Your regular contributions, your pre-tax contributions, those get rolled into a traditional IRA. So sometimes in your retirement account, you have made both. You've made both pre-tax and after-tax contributions. So you just want to be careful that those funds are going to be transferred into the correct type of account if you do the rollover. And then when you have done the rollover, when you have moved those funds from, from your employer plan into an IRA, the idea is this. You are now either going to manage the investments yourself, so you will make the buy and sell decisions on stocks, mutual funds, ETFs, whatever you want to use, or you will work with an advisor who's going to help you make those investment decisions. So 
So no longer are you relying on the 401k and their investment options. Now you are either taking that on yourself or enlisting somebody else's help in that process. So let me just outline, first of all, the advantages of doing a 401k rollover, and then we'll list some some potential drawbacks. The first, maybe the biggest uh, uh, advantage to doing a rollover is more options. See, 401ks, you're usually going to be given a pretty... Um, limited menu of investment options. Typically, there's going to be uh, maybe a dozen, a couple dozen uh, mutual funds, uh, maybe in some cases, some annuity products, and uh, and that's it. it so it's a, it's a pre- pretty small grouping of investments that you have inside that 401k or other type of em- employee retirement account. When you roll over into an IRA, you really broaden your options uh, exponentially. Like, I mean, within an IRA, there are so many options. It really is overwhelming sometimes. Mutual funds, ETFs, you have so many different stocks, bonds, even alternative investments, sometimes even hedge funds if you're a qualified uh, accredited investor, real estate, commodities, precious metals. Um, The list goes on and on. There's, There's a lot of things that can be held within an IRA. So you really open up your options and that's that can be very advantageous. Also, you um, it gives you more access to working with an advisor. A big reason why a lot of people want to move their 401k into an IRA is they feel like, ah, I don't like my options here at the 401k. I want to work with an advisor who's going to help me to uh, manage these investments, uh, help me build a, 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 uh, a portfolio that's appropriate for me. And um, this allows the advisor to really customize your portfolio to your needs and have access to a lot of those different investments like we just talked about. So um, so having access to working with an advisor is another big uh, advantage that people like in doing that rollover. Another advantage is uh, really the account fees. See, within a 401k, 401ks can be great because especially if you're getting a match from your employer, man, as we've talked about before, you've got to do that. You've got to take advantage of free money and doubling your investment right off the bat. But when you're no longer working, you're no longer getting a match, and you don't really have control over the fees within the 401k. And here's the thing. Uh, for most people, they have no clue what fees they are paying inside their employee retirement account. Some people think they're not paying any fees. They're like, I, I don't pay fees for my 401k. It's free. Well, that's really a misunderstanding. Maybe you don't pay out of pocket. Like you're not you know, taking money out of your bank account. But there are most definitely fees inside the 401k. And a lot of people don't even know where to look or, or understand the terminology of, of what they are. So uh, some common types of fees would be administrative fees. So for the company that, that runs the 401k, obviously they have costs involved in running the plan. So they have administration, administrative fees that they charge. There's account maintenance fees. So each participant will have maybe quarterly, yearly, monthly account maintenance fees for the running and, and, and maintenance and servicing of their account. Uh, oftentimes there's an advisor or investment management fee. So the person who's entrusted to set the fund lineups or to be an advisor to the participants in the plan, they have a fee there. There are fees within the funds themselves. So if it's a mutual fund or if it's an annuity inside the investment product itself, there are fees for those the companies that, that provide those products. So there, there's lots of fees. And if you're unaware, it's it's something good to look into and understand what you're paying for. Moving money over into an IRA, doing the rollover, could result in lower fees. Um, at least it gives you more control over what fees you are paying. And remember, in the, in the world of investing, 
typically the lower cost, the more beneficial that is to you. Uh, really high fees and commissions oftentimes are not connected with better returns. Um, however, remember that just because something is a lower cost does not necessarily mean it's the best option. So you want to really understand, okay, what am I paying and what am I getting for what I'm paying? That's really the, the important question. And so um, that could be a potential benefit to doing a rollover is taking more control over uh, the fees that are being paid. Uh, another advantage is just simplicity. Uh, a lot of times people work multiple jobs and over time what they find is, oh, I've got this account over here, I've got this 401k, I've got this 403b, I've got this old IRA that I started over here, and, and, and they've got accounts all over the place and they're really not understanding how well each one is doing. They, um, it, it's kind of scattered, it's kind of unorganized. This helps to consolidate, helps to simplify, helps to streamline their finances. Um, in a better way. And then also even for, for required minimum distributions, if they're getting closer to 72, um, a lot of times that's a hassle to have multiple different accounts to try to keep track of how much you have to take out of each account. So simplicity, just consolidating. You can take multiple accounts, bring them into one, and uh, that can be helpful that way. Also, this is a minor one, but, but could be helpful. Um, sometimes 401ks will limit the different types and amounts of withdrawals that you can take from the account. Meanwhile, IRAs are going to give you a, a typically much more freedom and latitude to take out as much money as you want, when you want, and that's a nice thing. And then also another benefit is that um, when you roll over your 401k into an IRA, then you can continue to make contributions. Uh if it's an old 401k, a job you no longer work, you can't add money to it. Just whatever money is in there is in there. It's still yours, but but you can't continue to contribute. By rolling it into an IRA, it allows you to continue to make your yearly contributions up to $6,000 currently, or if you're over 50, up to $7,000 a year. So you can continue to build and add to that account, and, uh, and, and that can be helpful as well. Now, what drawbacks? What would be some scenarios where uh, rolling over your 401k would not be a good idea? Uh, well, first of all, there is a special provision where if you're still working at your employer when you're 72, you can delay taking your required minimum distributions. The IRS has set in place a rule where when you turn 72, you have to start taking money out of your 401k, your IRA, your qualified accounts where you haven't already paid taxes on your contributions. Because if you put that money in tax-free, the IRS is saying, all right, we're giving you a tax break right now, but... Eventually, we need to get our tax money for that. So at 72, you have to start taking out a certain amount, and each year you got to take out more and more so that you can start paying taxes on that money. Well, um, if you're still working at 72, keeping money in the 401k allows you to, to, to push that back. So that doesn't apply to a lot of people, but that can be helpful in some of the, some of the cases where it does apply. Another um, and uh, well, another uh, potential reason why it would be better to just keep it in the 401k, this is a, a more common one. If you are 55, somewhere between 55 and 59 and a half, you actually get a little bit uh, uh, earlier of a window to make penalty-free withdrawals. Typically, you have to be 59 and a half to take money out of an IRA penalty-free, so you don't get that 10% penalty. If, however, you have separated employment from your old company, and you still have that 401k and you're 55, that you're, you're able to take a, a withdrawal um, 
without that 10% penalty. So it's so it's a little bit of an earlier time frame to take that withdrawal. So there may be some people that are in that window between 55 to 59 and a half where they do plan to take money out. So it'd be better to keep it in the 401k so they don't get a penalty. Um, another reason why um, keeping the money in the 401k could be better is you can take a loan from your 401k, um, which which you're not able to do from, a, from an IRA. Now, just understand, I mean, this is rarely advisable. Uh, typically, it's not a good idea to be borrowing against your 401k. Only in very limited circumstances does that truly make good financial sense. Uh, so, But for some people, they, they, they feel like, man, having that option, having that ability is important to them. And of course, if they roll it into an IRA, that is, is no longer a viable option. Um, another reason, and this is, this is an interesting one and certainly one that you should consider, if your company allows you to own company stock inside your 401k, there is something called net unrealized appreciation. Basically, and it's it's a, not to get uh, too too in, into the details here, but basically, let's say you have fifty thousand dollars worth of company stock in your four hundred one k, but you paid twenty thousand for the stock. It's just appreciated over time, and so you've it's gone up in value thirty thousand. So you only paid twenty thousand originally when you bought the stock. Now it's worth fifty. There's a special provision with net unrealized appreciation where instead of rolling that into an IRA, because if you move that money into an IRA and then later on take it out, that $50,000, you would pay your regular income tax on that, whatever your income tax rate is. Is it 22%? Is it 12%? Whatever tax bracket you're in. If you're in a higher tax bracket, this might be more advantageous. Instead of taking that employer, uh, instead of taking that company stock and moving into an IRA, you move it directly into a taxable account. You pay ordinary income taxes on the cost basis. So the 20,000 that you originally paid, you got to pay ordinary income taxes on that amount. But the appreciated amount, the 30,000, you can pay capital gains taxes on it when you sell it. And your capital gains rate is probably going to be lower than your uh, income tax rate. So that so that could be advantageous. It, it could end up being you pay less taxes doing it that way. And so these are some scenarios just to consider to to have in mind. Um, obviously, once again, it's a complicated decision. Everybody's going to be different, and and you need to make sure that you're you're making an informed decision. Definitely, I'd advise you to talk to a professional uh, that's going to help you with with weighing the pros and cons for you. On balance, I think it's usually more advantageous to roll over your 401k into an IRA. I mean, most people are going to be, they're going to be more benefited doing that, but it's not a given. So make sure you understand what you're gaining as well as you what you may be giving up. And as I said before, it's always a good idea to seek advice from a, from a professional. So if you are trying to make that decision for yourself, maybe you've had a 401k or multiple accounts and they've just kind of been sitting in the back, you put them on the back burner, you got a new job and it was one of the last things on your to-do list and you'd like some advice, uh, feel free to reach out to me. You can send me an email, info at nateskelly.com, or you can reach out to me on Facebook. But whoever you decide to enlist, maybe you already currently have an advisor, and you can go to them and talk to, talk to them about it. Whatever the case, make sure that you do that. Make sure that you take some time to consider it's an important enough decision that you don't want to just keep putting it off, keep putting it off. You can really be losing a lot of value in the long run um, by not addressing that important decision. 
So hope you found this episode helpful. Thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you on the next episode.